And Kevin said, I wonder if Neve actually knows who that person is that interviewed her. That's right. Oh, really? Well, such is such is such is so good was Daniel. I mean, D- Daniel will go down as one of Australia's best ever yeah. fighters, if if not the world. He's the only fighter that I can that on, on that from what I've heard is a, th- a three time world champ, a champ, a world champion Muay Thai, a world champion in kickboxing, yeah, and a world champion in boxing. boxing. I mean, I don't think anyone else in the world has ever done that. You know how we do. Free drinks on the house. Welcome to MTGP Australia, a podcast showcasing the up-and-coming Muay Thai Grand Prix shows right here in Australia, with your hosts, Kevin Fuller and Darius Douch. You don't want to hear what you're saying yourself. Hit the street with incredible beats. We renowned for tearing it down. Never have you heard a similar sound. Like a drop off when shit pop off. Feel a hot one. Side scorching from a hot gun. Niggas get lost in the buildings with money and the children. Not the type to talk too much. And welcome to episode three of the MTGP podcast. In today's episode, Gavin Darius talk about the successful night, it was, which, which was a great night, and they also break down the main card. How you going, boys? Hey, Boondog. Hey, Darius. Boondog, that's right. That's hello, right. Hello, Gav. It's, it's, hey, D-Dog. It's D-Dog oh, yeah, and man. G-Dog G-Dog. and D-Dog. Boondog? Sorry, mate. <laughs> How are you, Boondog? I'm very well. Oh, sorry, you just wanted to check your name again. <laughs> 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 oh, how have you guys been since? Um, I mean, that, um, um, slowly, slowly recovered. Fatigue slowly management recovered? for yeah. two days. Fatigue oh, mate, is that, is that, that must have been like the last two days. Obviously, uh, would have been very busy coming. I mean, mm. coming um, up to the Monday, um, Tuesday's to, a blur to this week. To be honest, sorry, what was that? Monday, Tuesday's been a blur this week. To be honest, uh, because a bit of like the internationals flew back and everything. Just you would have to look yeah, after just those and trying to catch up on lost sleep and just so tired. Oh, the first two. I mean, like go back to work Monday morning at the office. You know, so it's no time to recover. But you still, you still have to think about the promotion. You just have to think oh, about yeah. the show and everything like that. Yep, heaps of stuff. Still having to um, find. It's a distant memory for me now. It's a distant memory. Mm. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going live on my project this week, so it's kind of like a distant memory. Like Darius was saying, you move on. George was saying, I think Frankie Hudders was saying, yeah, Neve, you're a fighter this week, and then bang, she's back at work making. Uh, oh no. Back at work making coffees and stuff. So she was like saying, yeah, I'm a world champion with <laughs> my belt, and then back, <laughs> back to work on back Monday. Back to reality. She yep. was talking about promotional and fight blues, and that was a bit like that for me on Monday. Mate, I just want to congratulate you two for uh, for a great night. That was uh, probably one of the best promotions I've ever been at, and uh, it was be- the atmosphere was fantastic. The crowd, mate, magic. The crowd was magic. The crowd let, was let, huge. Let's 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 get into it. Let's talk about the yeah. night. Thanks, Bundy. Yeah. Uh, there, nice words. <laughs> um, look, it was. Um, I suppose I don't know, Gav. Uh, you know, Gav and I have hardly even had a chance to sit down and go through it all, to be honest. But, yeah. Um, but I think the matchups uh, we, we, we should be pretty happy happy about. I think the matchups were great. There was yep. a couple, of, I think we had a couple of stoppages, which we don't normally have, so it was interesting yeah. to have, but they were exciting fights. You know, and the big men, I suppose you're going to get that. Um, but yeah, look, it all, it all went went to plan, didn't it, Gav? Yeah, I think, and we were pretty much spot on with our predictions. We went for fight of the night, so I think we pretty much nailed that. We said Mady and... Uh, Johnny. Johnny Craster yeah. would be... Which was cracker, which was unbelievable fight. a dynamic fight, which, mm. we, which we pretty much called it. We Darius, picked it, so I'm we happy. Picked yeah. George, I knew was going to be a bit of a handful, a bit of a handful, and I think now with working with Darren and the feedback he's been given of late, yeah. just due to his style, I think he's going to come. I think he'll still be very technical, still 
will be very strong. You'll like to play the chess Muay Thai game. You kick, I kick, I'll move, I'll score. Yeah. But now you're going to see a little That's bit a different more George though, wasn't George it? now. You're going to see him. You're going to see him want to come out. I don't think he'll knock them out in the first one or two rounds. Yeah. I think he likes to wear them out, look at them, see how they're doing, work the style out, play the chess game, outscore mm. them, and then I think in the latter rounds, when people get the value for the money, <laughs> he'll <laughs> then start to control the fights and he'll look to well, take them out. During really the com- during the commentary of the night, I was commentating his fight and I was just. I mean, it shouldn't surprise us with George. Nothing surprises with George anymore. But he was just so aggressive, and I think yeah. that was a different side of George that everyone was very so impressed. Very coming forward to see. Yeah. He was just superb in that, in that aggression game. There was no, there was no countering. There was no back foot. It was just all full guns blazing coming mm-hmm. forward for George. And it was great to see him fight like that. The bit that I liked about George on that fight was Benitao was coming with some nice left hooks and some big mm. right hands, and George was doing the right right overhand hook, yeah, and locking into the clinch. I don't yeah. know if you saw it. It was coming. It was overarching with the right hand, and then really like leaning in, and then grabbing on, coming into the lock, and he was taking away Benitao's hands, and that, and then you could just see him in the clinch. He had so and then strong. When you, when you look at him, he had that little bit of "I'm coming mm. for you" kind of feel. Oh, and his body shots too. George mm. was punching the body with great yeah. body hooks. But we'll get into that. Yeah, we will. We'll, yes. we'll get Sorry. into that. We'll really get in depth. But I'm going to just ask about the uh, entertainment for the night as well. I mean, you had some Thai, beautiful Thai dancers. Um, where, where, where were they from? Yeah, look, shout out to the WA Thai uh, Dance Academy. We, yeah. We've actually had them from our second show, I think, Gavin. Three or mm-hmm. four times. Yeah, three or four times. Yeah. Uh, look, it was a little concept that Gavin and I came up with. Gavin and I have both got daughters. Um, <laughs> I've got three. Gavin's got one. We, we kind of decided, out of respect, we'd go against having the... You know, each to your own, I suppose. Yeah, but we yeah, yeah, g- yeah, we, yeah. we go away from having the girls in bikinis, being the ring card girls. You yeah, know, it's yeah. It's not the style that we wanted. And so... It gives I, it real authentic. I, yeah, and we wanted some tradition and some culture. Yeah. And I approached WA Thai Dance Academy and I said, look, can you could you come and perform on the night and, and be our ring card girls in your traditional dress? And they got to do... They love to dance. So that's them, that's what they do. So we, we give them an opportunity to dance during the intermission, which they did in the ring. And look, they love it. They, they really love being part of our show. And, um, you know, we love having them. It just it adds to the culture, doesn't it? The actual sports variety of, of Thailand actually recognised and acknowledged the work that the uh, Muay Thai Grand Prix Australia had done. And they oh really? saw a picture with George and the Thai ladies. Yeah. And they said they reported back to the WBC, the Sports Authority of Thailand, who you know who regulate and yeah. do all the rulings. Awesome. They actually said that that was quite refreshing to see a Western promotion utilizing the culture and the sport in a, in a good way. Right, that that it, it was. I, re- I really enjoyed it. The girls were fantastic. Um, they even offered me food and when I was going when I was um I, I sat with them and talked. Good on you. They were, they, were, they, were, they were lovely girls. Lovely yeah. girls. Um, also. I mean, the crowd was fantastic. I've, uh, that was one of the biggest crowds I've seen. That's our biggest crowd we've had. Yeah, that's the so biggest crowd yeah, I've so seen. So, just want to touch on that. So, going from the uh, the showing February, March, the one in... Uh, Regal Theatre. Regal Field. <laughs> 500 so people. 500 going to that one. It was a bit chalk and cheese, Darius. And, and I, I was saying to Darius, like, you know, when we went to Domination with mm. Toby and George, you could see that, you know, the restrictions have just started to ease. You mm. could see people getting a bit of confidence, wanting to come yeah, back out. And I said, to da- I said to Darius, after seeing Domination, we're on the upscale and the rise now. Yeah, and I, and I also sure. s- I said to Darius when we had our second show, when we had when me and Darius co- co-promoted together, <coughs> after that show, I said, Darius, we're on to something good here. And I actually felt after the show on Saturday, we're back to that back to that way now. And I feel like if we can get momentum and we don't go back to COVID and we're all yep. back to this way. That's I think the key. That's the thing of the past. I think all mm. promotions in WA will flourish now. Yeah, for we, sure. We, we had it hard last year. We did four shows last year, mate, with COVID restrictions. Yeah. You know, we, we, we battled. So, you know, I feel, I feel as if we... 
we kind of deserve to have such a great show and a big crowd. It's, it's it like come. a lot of hard work done yeah. in the last 12 months for us to get to that stage. But it was all, but, yeah. but those four shows previous, they were f- just for the fighters. And that's just goes, um, and thank you for that. I mean, yep. if there yep. wasn't shows, these fighters wouldn't be fighting. And yeah, we wouldn't be able to see the quality yeah, of the reality is we, we needed people to turn up. You need people to turn up or you can't, you can't yeah. do a show in the future, can you? But I just want to say that, that crowd was fantastic. They were very, they, 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 they were students of the game, students Knowledge, of the sport. Yeah. Knowledgeable, that's right. Very yeah. knowledgeable crowd. Mm. You know, they were going up. It was like a little Thai crowd, but with white faces. No, <laughs> I like that. Can I say that? <laughs> and just a, a quick one. Um, <laughs> St- Steve Kennedy, Perth uh, coach and gym owner, kick ass and former UFC fighter. Um, I think it was the, f- well, it was the first Muay Thai Grand Prix he'd been to. Yeah. And um, he pulled me aside. Yeah. And he couldn't believe it. He, he gave us some really good feedback, which, awesome. I, which I passed on. And, and, and uh, you know, he yeah. was really surprised. He didn't think sh- you know shows were that big in person. So it was really nice to hear that from a, from a fight veteran like himself. Oh, definitely, my, my, Look, I'm not a fight veteran. I'm just a fight fan, and uh, I had a great. I had a. I had a fan. And thank you. I had, a, I had a fantastic night. I just want to touch on also um, the post-fight interviews with Daniel Dawson. They were fantastic. That was a great idea. Very intimate. Yeah. yeah. Well, normally, really we ha- normally we have Fon, but Fon was away. And Muzzy. So yeah. I think I, s- I spoke to Fon after she came back from, you know, uh, being over east with Alex, her partner. Yeah. And shout out to Alex, who won the Destiny belt. Yeah. Um, oh, <coughs> all right. So Fon, we normally have Fon, but I was just saying to Darius, I think having a female and male dynamic mix of both those two next time we do it great. I think would be a gr- w- yeah. would be a great mix because Fon's really good at it we don't want to say thanks Daniel see you later because we no, uh, me and Darius both commented no I've, I've already Daniel asked I've already asked Daniel to yeah. come back because you know Daniel yeah. did an amazing job There's and yeah. his knowledge of the sport mm-hmm. uh, if you watch some of those interviews his knowledge when he was able to break down mm. how the winner won and yeah. why they did the this why they did the intricate details yeah. and then good and you only had to watch the interview he did with Max Max broken foot had to sit on a chair so Daniel wisely sits on a chair next to him yes. and breaks down the whole fight and that went for about five and a half minutes. And I sent Daniel a message saying, mate, you did a, that, that really was a bloody helps good us interview. with that. You know, we do that a little bit different to most shows. We don't just post the winner. We, we, we show the interview. Yeah, I do have a uh, good audio of all of those interviews. So right. after, we, after, we break down, after we break down each fight, yep. I'll put a sound bite awesome. with, the, with yes. the interviews. Thank um, you, mate. We're going to go back to, sorry, I'm going to go back to tonight because I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the night because I love the night. It was, <laughs> it was fantastic, fantastic. Um, you also were streaming as well. I mean, there was a live stream. I've seen this guy there doing some live streaming. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah um, live stream every show. That would have been uh, like, instant, like, Daniel always in the interview saying this is going out internationally, yeah. which it did, didn't it? It was like France, UK. Yeah, we had a big audience. We had a yeah. massive audience from the UK. Yep, we had a of really course. good audience from uh, from from France. Yeah, uh, Thailand. We actually ha- always have some some loyal people that that tune in. Oh, mate, if you're a f- and if we a had fan. quite a lot of uh, viewers over east, which is great. Yeah, well. so you know, a bit of a sprinkling from everywhere. Oh, that's good. That is good. Well, guys, man, did a breakdown of of the, of the night, and it was a fantastic night. Congratulations, lads. But after the break, we're going to be breaking down. The first action, the, the action of the main card, the first five fights of the main card. Post fight reviews, yeah, post fight reviews. But before that, a few words from our sponsors. So what are they do? Forget your mind. I'm trying to make sure that we'll be fine. I can say I love you, but I show you that I don't. Established in Bangkok, Thailand. Primo Fightwear has quickly become one of the most respected new names in Muay Thai. By producing contemporary fight gear with new levels of quality and style, our mission is to provide an arsenal that will carry you from the start of your journey 
all the way to the championship rounds and beyond. With modern design cues and premium materials, we aspire to create products that bring beauty and diversity to the world of combat sport, while honouring and paying homage to the various cultures that inspires us. This is Team Primo. This is our fight chain. Welcome back. We have to pay those bills with those beautiful sponsors there. Eh? Thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Our, thank you to all of our sponsors. 100%. Yeah. Well, do you want to do you want to name a few of the sponsors before we get into the card or Fate Doctor, yeah. Mandy Ho- MH, MH Performance, Man, Performance, Mandy, Mandy Hopper, yeah. Johnny Two Great Thumb. Fighter, great yeah. person Mandy's doing one great of our things for the fighters, Mandy. both male and females. Yep. Bringing the what, strength Mandy for competition. Uh, yeah. Performance. Yeah, 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 she's, she's, she's fights out of Riddlers, man. She fights out of Riddlers. Yeah, yeah, she fought... Uh, Very strong. She fought J- Jade and An- Anisha last time when she oh, yep. really? fought, fought on the media. Beat Amy Jade. I, I yeah. Amy Jade. Seen, I was at the back and then I, I, met, I met Mandy at the back after Really Megan's good at strength fight. and conditioning. She's yeah. got a master's degree in strength and nutrition. She's very switched very on. Knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. Great sponsor of us. Very yeah. switched on girl. Very young polite girl. And, she, and to look at her, you think, wow, she can fight. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I did hit her up for an interview of the podcast. So, but, um, so yeah, also... Let's start to get into... Also, Steve DeCosta from LendMe, an old man of mine. Thank you very much for supporting us still Steve yeah, thanks Steve he's S- an ongoing supporter he has yeah uh, also, a a, also a very good DJ uh, Salt Float Studio in uh, South Perth uh, yeah. shout out to Steve for sticking by us for so long uh, the Fade Doctor Office as Gav mentioned uh, Mandy Tupums. Hopper yeah District Screens thank you very much they sponsored Shannon and Neve's fight uh, Midland City George's actual personal sponsor with the motor vehicle as well George, yep. George Mann is our second sponsored athlete yep. we've um, organised a, a 12 month uh, contract with the motor vehicle Charlie Bubble was the first and George okay. Mann Yep. And you know, Gav and I want to give back to the athletes, so you know we will look for our, our third, our third athlete. I was just about athlete. to say that, Darius. Mm. So, yep. so we're yeah. working on that now. Darius, is, for looking, Darius is looking for Darius is looking for someone who's up and coming. You know, a good, good professional, somebody who deserves it. You know, probably needs a leg up, needs a new car. Look, so Darius is on the eye out for that as well. There's, yep. there's a young Absolutely. fighter out of uh, out of the pit. Um, young, tra- he's just only training. He hasn't hasn't fought yet. He's a Burmese guy. He's older, about fifty two. I reckon he'd be a great sponsor. Boondog, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on, moving on. Hey, let's get into the bouts, hey? Yep, okay. Okay, right. bout the number... So we'll go to bout uh, Fight 10, which was actually fight the 10. first bout of um, the main card. This yep. this was uh, an interesting fight. We had um, we had from Gav's, uh, from GTG, uh, Gav's boy Vincent Victoria versus Bay Ruit, one of the big boys that came out from Boyle Striking Academy in Alice Springs. Yep. This fight was 3 by 2 over um, 82 kilos, and before we discuss it, um, I'll get Gav to get into it. it. Was his boy, but um, you know, it wasn't just a great performance from Vincent. It was some great coaching by Gav after the first round because yeah. Vin- Vincent was getting was getting done over in the striking. I think it's fair to say, and yeah. then Gav changed the game plan. So yeah. you, Gav. Yeah, we didn't really know much too much about this boy. Um, <coughs> so boy obviously, you're a little bit Alice Springs. Al- yeah, no, Alice Springs. Yeah, you're, we saw a few clips, but nothing much. You know, like yeah. 55 fights to go through and analyze and like counter plan when you're in camp. So we just worked on everything in in fight camp. But after round one, I like saw the fight and had to really switch it up. He had a he had a really big like kickboxing kind of like stance and was very bouncy. 
in the first probably it was bouncy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. In the f- I think it was in the first forty-five seconds he caught Vinny with a big right head kick, mm. and then he followed him with a right punch, and I saw Vinny wobble, and I've not seen Vinny wobble much in. He's sparring, tough as nails, Vinny. And he goes hard, and like I brought him back into the corner. I said, "Look, right, look at the midsection. The midsection's not conditioned. You're gonna have to close. You have, you're gonna have to close the gap from that right big right body kick and right hand, and step into southpaw." into right cross, step into southpaw, and then step in with that big left knee and then lock and clinch yep. the midsection. And boy, did and he ever. He, he, he lis- listened in round two. And, and you know, and that's some of the things that I'm still learning as a coach. I'm, I'm only like seven years in as a coach now, but some of the things now I'm actually like really seeing within like the 10, 15 seconds of a fight. And I came back to him and I said, look, we're going to have to change the fight plan because the fight plan was just to weather the storm, yeah. slow his legs well, Vinny, down. Vinny's a good striker himself. Yeah, he's a very He was good just striker. getting beaten in the strike in the first yeah, round. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. That happens. Yeah, that's right, Darius. I think there was a bit of a uh, bit of distance, a bit of range, and mm. he could throw a punch. He could kick hard, and he, it was it was a bit bouncy. So, like, as you know... Boy had some good skills in that first round. He really Correct. good skills in the striking department. Well done to Boyle Striking Academy. Yeah, they brought it They brought it to us. and as They as did. And I was like, Vinny is like traditional Muay Thai, so he was expecting to be in the pocket. But this guy was left bouncing and right, around. bouncing around. We just didn't, we couldn't we couldn't zone in on him. So I said, right, yep. second round, you're gonna have to close at the Lock distance, listen well. And then I think in round round two, we, he found his pace, started to lock on a bit and clinch. And then in round three, it was a, it was a pretty decisive round in round three. And I, w- I almost thought we almost almost got Stopped the knockout him. in round three. Yeah, well, look, um, you know, from my point of view, you know, strong Vincent sorry. hung on for dear life in that clinch and just really put on the knee game. And, um, you know, there was a, there was a big dif- difference in quality of the clinch, to be fair. And, um, you know, I suppose Vincent did the job on him, didn't he, with, with, the, with the, the hard clinch of the knees. And uh, But, you know, Boy was pretty tough, man. I thought he was going to go down a few times. He copped some real big knees to the, to the midsection and some real big knees to the head, and he was a tough boy. He, he stuck it out, and, and for him to go the distance, I think props props to him as well, hey? Yeah, props to him, and thanks to Boyle, uh, Boyle Strike Academy, as you said, Darius, for coming down and taking the fight. Uh, yeah, good on you, Tom. You know, Thank always you. Takes, always takes two to tango in there. And, uh, yeah, he was a pretty game strong boy. Uh, and as I said, Vinny is, you know, strong and durable and he hits hard and for not for to stand and actually take, take those knees and to take the whole three rounds. He took rounds a big a kick credit. to the head and he took a, uh, he copped a big right hand from boy as well. So mm. Vinny showed he's got a chin too, mate. Mm. Copped the head kick in the right hand. Right. Mm. Okay. Uh, we'll go to the next fight. Yeah, go to um, the next fight. Bundy. Uh, right. So fight number 11 um, or fight two of the main card was Khan Wilson in the blue corner from Pursuit Valdivis. Uh, took on Cody Basso Brusa uh, from Riddler's Gym. Now, um, you know, props to both guys. Cody stepping up from 70, 72.5 kilos. He took this at 75 kilos. But yeah. Khan Wilson, half the experience, only the four fights and uh, four fights and um, and hadn't out. fought three, for three, three years. years. Three years out, yeah. So, you know, and Cody's no mug. So, that you know, to take that fight was, was, was bigger Khan. And, geez, I tell you what, Khan was... Pretty bloody exciting in those hands. He had some left real hooks, big hooks, yeah. Left hooks to the and body. you know, Cody, beautiful skill in that that, that back foot. You know, his, the left his, kick. Yeah, his Muay Thai skill, the back foot, his defence, that switch kick to on on the left. Nice switch left. Um, kick, yep. Yeah, really counteracted. Style. But it was exo- it was a fight of two styles. Khan was just coming forward, laying yep. the leather. You know, big hands. And Favorite Cody fighter. was more straight down the pipe. Favorite fighter, Ramon Decker. So he's replicating a bit of Ramon Decker. Uh, probably was he actually. was replicating a bit of Ramon Decker style. Yeah. You could see him was a bit like head hunting, body hunting. And then he had a nice hook to the body. A nice, beautiful Can't. hook to the body. I watched. I watched the fight back, and it was it was actually s- backwards and forwards for a while. And then I think Cody found his range and comfortableness on the back foot with that switch left yeah. kick, and that was just winning the fight towards the end. I mean, Khan did not look like a fighter in his 
having you know his fourth or fifth fight. He looked like he'd been around some time. Yeah. So you know, if you saw if you saw Khan and someone told you it's only his fourth or fifth fight, I think you'd be shocked because he was pretty cool under pressure. And you know, he really pursued uh, Cody hard. And you know, props to Cody. I suppose he weathered that storm. There was a big storm coming towards Cody, and he yeah. really defended well and he kept really calm, really cool under pressure. He didn't panic. He didn't get sucked into a a wild brawl back with Khan. He just, obviously, they had a game plan. He stuck to it, but he was very neat and tidy straight down Mm -hmm. the middle was Cody. And um, I think the officials gave Cody the fight of the night, didn't they? Fight of the night. So that's a a, a great award against a tough boy in Khan Wilson. So, yeah, great performance. And even though that's a loss for a fight, we say, you know, like a lot of fighters get sometimes downhearted on losses. Yeah. That was actually a a great fight to be in. There's a lot to be taken from that fight for Khan, even though he lost that fight. Both boys should hold their heads up high from that and and come away with some some pluses from that. Well, considering Khan's half the experience of Cody and hasn't fought in three years, um, I hope he's watched this fight already because uh, he should be very proud of that performance. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really proud. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to matching both boys a- again, Gab, because they yeah. certainly deserve to come back, that's for sure. Yeah. Sorry, did you say that was fight of the night? Or was uh, Cody, Cody won got fighter, fighter of the night. Oh, Cody fighter of the night. Cody, yeah. So we have two, So yeah. we have two. as Darius was saying, we have yeah. fight of the night mm-hmm. and fighter of the night. And yeah. and, and Cody I do have took, a question out, for later. took out, took yeah. out fighter yeah. of the night. And fighter yeah. of the night is the Alan Pond trophy. We give that is it what, what's it called? The Alan Pond trophy. The Alan Pond, yeah. And we give a very nice trophy out for that. Yeah, yeah. Who votes for that? The officials, the, the officials, the officials go. Yeah, yeah, the officials always vote for the for the uh, fighter of the night and the fight of the night. No, right. yeah. All right, guys, here we are. Fight two winner, Cody Basso, bro, bro. That was a war. That was awesome, eh? Like first, let's just tell me how you're feeling straight after the fight. How are you feeling right now? Oh, I'm feeling pretty stoked, man. Like just over the moon, obviously to be yep. back here on such an awesome show like Grand Prix. My last fight was on Grand Prix as well, yep. so I'm stoked to be back and for uh, Darius and Gav to put me back on. Oh man, so I'm just stoked to be here, man. Well, you yeah. keep putting on fights like that. They're going to keep bringing you back no. every time, bro. Seriously. No, that was awesome. Like, and, and again, like fighting on a, on a huge stage, MTGP, this is like international stage. It's amazing that we've got it here in Perth. Like, how does it, it feels amazing. Hey? It's so good. Oh, definitely, man. Like, it's just an uh, unreal experience. You're walking out there. Like, I walked out before, like early in the afternoon. I was like, yep. man, like, what a show. Yeah, hey, what like, show. Yeah, 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 just you feel the energy just pumps yeah. me up so much. Like, walking yeah. out the ring, man, there's no better feeling. Hey. Awesome. Well, look, yeah. that fight, like, that was. You started off hard, you, you you came back with shots every single time you got hit. Like I would say, nearly every time you got hit. You come back, you were countering back, you were starting, you were countering back. What was the game plan against Khan? Because he's, he's a strong boy, right? Like he's aggressive and strong, and he really tried to push the pace in the third round. You just tell me, like, what worked for you in there to so give you that win? What worked for me is just um, kick, was just kicking. Like, that, that, yep. that's my strength. Yep. Um, and, you know, like, Daz knows, my, knows what works for me, so yeah, he just always... Yep. To, like he just goes over over and again and again yep, works yep. for me which obviously is my counter kicks I've seen Khan fight yep. like he, he fought my my mate Mika Michael like yep, for, yeah, for their first right. fight yeah, yeah. and then I've seen him fight since and like obviously I've seen yeah. he's got real big hands yeah. he's, he's got a good style and like yep. I've always like like watching him fight and I knew he was going to come out hard hands yeah. you know like I knew so I was prepared just to always be be ready. ready with that ready kick, you know. Back with something. Come yeah. back, yeah. I mean, well, that one, you're the fight, man. So, you know, credit to Daz and the team at Riddlers as well. And anyone you'd like to thank, bro, you go for it. Oh, um, so to thank, obviously, number one, Darren. Darren, yeah. Barry, Dylan, 
and um, yeah. Joel and like all my coach Riddlers. Team. Yeah, the team, the yeah, team Riddler, yeah, man. Like, awesome. got, got to thank them all, all the way, man. Yeah. Like, they've, I've been with them since like my second fight, yeah. and they've just helped shape yeah. my style, and, I, and they've helped me improve every yeah. day. Like, look, man, you look amazing. Oh, thank you. Strong, bro. It's really good, man. Yeah, I, was, I watched a bit of your journey too, man. It's great to see you at this point. Oh, thank well you. Well done, bro. Awesome. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Sign it off. Thank you so All right, much. Awesome, thank guys. You. Enjoy thank the rest you. of the show. Thank you. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the next fight, um, back to the big boys, fight number three of the main card, fight 12 overall, blue corner, Ashby Tink. One of Darius' mm. favourites. From Wolves. Yeah, look, boys. he is, and I've harped on a bit about it, haven't I? And These I are big yeah, boys. I, and I, I hope he's not listening. You might think I've got a crush on him. You've got to follow, <laughs> follow suit here, Darius. You've yeah, got well, look, going. I just think he's exciting. Look, I, you know, I, yeah, I've been a heavyweight my whole life, so I love watching you know the heavyweights. And you know, I've said this many times, Ashby Tink and Danny Bader, they're the two hardest people to match in this bloody state. Yeah, and great advocates for more time. Yeah, you know, Ashby Tink, 95 kilos and four or five fights un- undefeated. Very hard to, to, to match him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but props to, again to Tom and Boyle Striking Academy for bringing Power Ruot over. Um, fighting at, uh, you know, 95 kilos. I think he normally fights about 92. Yeah. Came over and took this fight. You know, Ashby Tink is a big, strong, scary dude, Bundy, and he's not the man oh, I'd no. like coming at me. Hard in that corner because his body kicks were savage, and as much as Power was a good six foot five, maybe six six, um, unfortunately for him, you know, in that first round, second round, I think it stopped. Second round, um, it was just you know, Ashby was just too much, just too yeah, strong, it, like he's mad. too in your face. I think the towel ended up. The towel ended up getting the towel went in, and then the horn went and the, off. Oh yeah, oh, the that's horn. right. Yeah, the horn yeah. went off, and everybody was worrying about Paddy's horn not working. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It worked all right. Wasn't oh, it, um, was Paddy's pink- horn was going off. Yeah. Was Pinky yeah. in their corner? Uh, he was in he that might have been, yeah. yeah. Pinky yeah. was in both boys' corners, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah help, helping right. them out. Yeah, and those, I think Darius, yep. you were saying last time, both boys have been on a bit of a health kick and, you know, like... Lost so much weight. lost so they, much man, weight. Man, so, you can tell, So yeah. credits to them, you know, for getting into the sport mm. you know, and travelling as well. Travelling's not easy, you know, across Australia, you know, from... And America. they did travel on the day of the yeah. weigh-in, we should That's say, right. the day before they did, the Friday. They from, yeah. from Alice yeah. Springs, yeah. yeah. Travelling's yeah. not easy in Australia because there's some distances to be travelled, you know. So point. Big props to them from coming up from Alice Springs. Alice Springs. Down to Perth, so big props to them. For that. And so Ashby is a solid boy. He's I'm a solid boy, I and he's and he's skillful, he's, mate. And, yeah. and not only that, Ashby has got a high work rate, which is for unusual, a big boy for unusual unusual for a big for, for a big, big heavyweight at that stage of their career. His work weight is uh, phenomenal. How many fi- how many fights has um, Ashby had? Four, or four, or five now. Five now that he had four. That was his fifth. Oh. Undefeated and Power was also undefeated. It was his third fight. Okay, so uh, look, Ashby Tink, I'd like to see him a few. Uh, mate, look, Ashby Tink card. is a star in the future. But yeah, I'll, definitely, I'll, I'll stop talking about him now. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a bromance. Yeah. Um, so that's we, the big boys. Yeah, we um, uh, we've got a. Uh, let's go to the post-match interview with Daniel Dawson. It was a great one. All right, guys, here we are. Fight three winner, technical knockout two. By the way, to Ashby Tink, bro. How do you feel, man? How do you feel after that? I feel very grateful, firstly, to get a fight on the show. Yep. Genuinely grateful. It's always good to win a fight, and if you can manage like a knockout or something like that, yeah. it's, it's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm very yeah. happy. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's awesome, bro. It's a bit icing on the cake, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, the nerves come in first, and yeah. you never know what's going to happen. And when, when it finishes yeah. off like that, you just come away and say, this is what we do at four times. Yeah, awesome. And, that, and like, when you talk about nerves, like, what does it feel being on this stage, like NTGP? You know, it's, it's a, this is an international stage, bro. Broadcast around the world, like... What's that feel? What's the feel for you getting in there? Uh, the truth is that there's there's a lot more pressure personally fighting on the show. It's yep. massive names, um, so it did add a lot of pressure coming on this particular show. Yep. Um, so it also dro- the pressure drove me to try and perform a little bit better. Yeah. Um, it, it tries to get you so they get you back on the show. So the pressure paid off in the end, and I'm grateful to be on the show. Ah man, that's awesome. Well, mate, I tell you, it was it was a dominating mm-hmm. win. 
head kick knocked him down and you finished him off and man just impressive bro and just who would you like to thank with regards to having an, an epic performance like that I have so many people to thank. I'll keep it short. First and foremost, my coach, uh, Steve, uh, Steve Walton from Wolves Den. Um, I have to give a big shout out to Alex Roberts, who's fighting tonight, actually. Yeah, yeah. He helps me out so much with sparring. Awesome. My corner and my gym. I'll leave it there. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, mate, well, look, big congratulations, Ash. Great to thank see you, you in so there much. doing this on the big stage, man. Well done. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Now, one of Gab's boys, Medi. Is that how you pronounce his name? Medi, Medi? yeah. Medi. Medi. Every, uh, a, f- uh, a few people were struggling with that. No, on, no, yeah. A few people were struggling with that on, um, f- on, the, on the night and post-podcast. Post yes, so his, yes. His, his pronunciation is Medi Latillier. Medi Latillier. Latillier. The yes. French French. Ah, French. the Frenchman. Also, Latillier. This was named Fight of the Night. Is that correct? From both fighters. From correct. both fighters. Yeah, both boys. Now, here is, another, here is another bony question. Yes. Right. So... I asked this question, but I want to know from you guys, mm-hmm. wh- why why was it named right there, the, the, the announcement, the fight of the night, before the co-main and the main event for the other professional fighters? Yeah. Yep. So, so, we know, so we know that like Damon and Max, you know, the skilled and the yeah, level of fights of that they've had, yep. they, they're going to bring a standard and a certain level Need. of Muay Thai and scoring criteria and, and techniques and yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you, when, you, when you go in with the underdogs, sorry, the, un- so the undercard, undercard, sorry, undercard, well. yeah. and then you're looking at the ones who are coming through have not had as many fights, yeah, but they actually okay. bring they actually bring the standard and the quality of the fights and they, they use all Muay Thai techniques and the scoring criteria. Yeah, yeah. And then you listen to the crowd popping. Yeah. That's all the criteria and all the values that brings you the fight of the night. And if yeah. you listen to it, I think it was from round one and round round one. Mady and Johnny Crass yeah, were bang. were throwing the elbows. There was no there was no feeling out. Yeah. And yeah. I was Straight I was bringing him I was bringing Mady back down to earth after round one, saying, "Don't go to war. Be more technical. Be more technical." He goes, "No, I love it. I love it." <laughs> and he was like, "Not <laughs> being he'd not been in there for five years. You, don't want to go to, you can't go to and war, Johnny like, Crass." His, his listening skills were pretty poor in round one. He's like, "I love it. I want to go." So he's like, you know, he was really enjoying himself in there yeah. and if I think if you see the um, the fight photographs at the end he was so excited so happy mate and oh, I'm so happy yeah. for him after five yeah. years out and then to Gav's point I suppose what we're saying here is you got your stars of the show yeah. you can't have George Mann and Mikhail Benatar awarded fight of the night oh, yeah, same okay. with same with uh, Max or Damon we know these are top top level yeah. A class fights so same with yeah. Neving Shannon so you give the other people you give the, the other fighters a, a chance. the top top main events yeah. you know the first five or six fights on the main card you want them to have the opportunity to shine mm. and th- yeah. that's why we do it that way oh nice nice it's a, it was a pretty even bout really and and we, we thought this was about? an even bout when we matched it even though Medi's got the experience on Johnny Big Johnny's tough well, as nails and Johnny yeah. does not look like a seven or eight bout fighter. Yeah, you know, he, he's he looks like a veteran. He? he looks like he's twenty plus fights. Yeah, and we knew Johnny loves the bang. We knew he had big hands, and we knew Medi was more of your, um, you know, you know, real um, high level skilled Muay Thai he's very technique. Very but we knew that Johnny yeah. would be handful for him as well because of Johnny's come forward, big hands, bang yeah. top style, and that's Johnny's got plenty of skill too. So I'm not taking anything. Away from that, Johnny mm-hmm. just likes to come forward. Yeah, and so Medi beat you know twenty odd fights. Uh, Johnny only the seven or eight. Medi out for five years. You know, kind of evens it out. I mean, Johnny Crasser fought Medi. Uh, sorry, Johnny Crasser fought Mika. Mika Michael after four or Crack five years fight. out himself. Yeah, and Crack. put in a great performance. So we knew that he was going to come come to you know the party against Medi. Yeah, and I just want to interject into that. And like sometimes when we're matchmaking, we sometimes get a lot of people don't know us promoters. We sometimes get challenges. Yeah, from the 
Combat Sport Commission. Commission. Yeah. yeah, and like we had to really justify that fight, you know, like Mady's, you know, Mady's had five years out. Uh, the the numbering of the match of the fights was is a little was a little bit skewed. Yeah, and and exactly what Darius said, Johnny Craster himself came out of of reti- not retirement, but had four years off and came out and fought Mika Michael but for Riddler's. Yeah, but no, no, this what is what not I'm Johnny. This is like what Johnny I'm trying to say is, is like Johnny yeah. Crassi came out of, of, of having four years off himself and put in an absolute barnstormer on one of the other MTGP shows against Mika Michael, who was a trailblazer, and it was an absolutely barnstormer of a fight. Yeah, it and was. And when, when me and Darius were matchmaking, we said, oh, what about Mady? Mady's been out for five years. Do you reckon them two could put on a good fight? And it was exactly the same kind of scenario. Mady had five years out himself yeah yeah even though crass didn't get the knob against uh, not against mika it was still an unbelievable cracking fight mm. and as i said mika's outstanding anyway yeah. so it's no and, main feat darius said it on the last podcast he said he would he would he wouldn't have any issues and and this is testaments to jim when you're teaching proper techniques and you're showing uh, scoring criteria and blocking and scoring mm-hmm. if your fighters only had five six seven fights and as darius said you comfortably match johnny craster against somebody who's had 10 20 fights because you know he's going to bring it yeah. And he did. And, you know, Seldy's no mug either, by the way. Seldy's got a bloody great gym. He's a great coach. Correct. And he really looks out for his fighters. Yeah. He's not going to put Johnny Crasser out there if he didn't have, you know, if he didn't have uh, any confidence faith at all or confidence. Fire. You know, in fact, it was such a close fight. You know, some people might have thought that, that, did that Johnny, Johnny won. Yeah. So that's how, that's how even about was. Um, so your look, boy took it out, yeah? Yeah, uh, look, I, I think Medi did, you know, he obviously... I give it got three the win. To t- I give yeah, it three, three, three rounds, rounds to two. two. Yeah, Possibly yeah, okay. four rounds to two. Yeah, I thought I thought Medi's. Um, I, I thought Medi just kind of got there in the end, but you know Johnny laid some hands on him too, and so Medi shows he's got a bit of a chin, by the way, because yeah. Johnny laid some good uppercuts oh, that, under that long guard yeah. of these, and um, you know Johnny. He put the pay. He put the pay. He can cut Medi. He can cut Medi. Beautiful. Yeah, cut Medi. Beautiful. Round, round four. four. Yeah. Cut Medi in round four. Can I tell a funny story when Go I was in the back? We were like, yeah. I was getting some um, footage of of, of Medi's cut and um, Doc, you know, strapped having like, a look. You know, um, fixing him up, putting him together, and then all of a sudden, I don't know who ran into the into the into the dressing room. But Medi, you just won one of the fight of the night. Quickly, get out there. That was actually me. <laughs> was that yeah, you I yelled. I had to run in and yell and say, "Come on, get in the Come ring, on, mate." Get in the He's you guys like are both one fight or not. He's getting stitches in his... He was getting stitched up by Paddy when oh I ran really? in there. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, had had a, <laughs> he had a balloon foot and he was getting... He was, was he getting stitched or was he getting glued up? Oh, oh no, glued, glued up. Glued, glued up. That was, was glued, glued up. Was glued. Glued. Yeah, Paddy said he was going to glue him when he looked it after the fight. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I was like, I went mental <laughs> with him after round four saying, why are you going to war? I told you just to use your teeth and kick and move. I love it. I've missed it so much. And if you listen to him after the fight, he goes... He talks so nicely. He does. He's very He said he forgot the elation after winning. Yeah, he, did, because he definitely was happy. Yeah. He couldn't believe the the adrenaline rush he got from winning. I so what, I reckon yeah. Medi's gonna. I reckon Medi's gonna. Medi, Medi was like Medi was like almost probably like eighty eight kilos, ninety kilos when he came back in the gym. Okay, and he normally fights look, at seven. He, he normally he fights at seventy six. So yeah. if he can stay a, a comfortable like you know post fight weight eighty three, eighty five, mm. and go back down to seventy six, I reckon we might see. Maybe might give me the nod to say, can I go again? So we'll watch so Moni, space Maddie, if you're listening, oh, yeah, if you're listening mate, no, none of these yeah. one fight back and then <laughs> stop it. Five years. Five keep years. keep, keep fighting, Medi, because <laughs> well, well, your window is only short term, isn't it? You yeah. know, he's not getting any younger. So Medi, uh, you know, my, my advice would be what, while it? you're... Um, while you've done your camp and while you're in great form and won your fight, keep keep going for the next twelve months, mate. See where it takes you. That's right. Well, let's um, let's have a look at the, let's have a listen to the uh, post match interview. All right, here we are, bout for a winner, Medi, brother. Well done, man. Thanks. Awesome, awesome. Uh, firstly, five round fight. Yeah. How long has it been s- since you've been in the ring? How long are we talking? Five years now. 
Five years since he's been in there. First fight back, five by three minute rounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went a bit crazy, I think. <laughs> a bit crazy. I like that. I like that style. Mate, tell me, tell me how you feel uh, after winning that. Let's start with that one. How do you feel oh, after the win? I totally forgot the feeling. It's really, uh, like it's a hard job. We, tr- yeah. we train really hard for, for a hard fight. Yep. And uh, once you're in the ring, you, you realize it. Like yeah. You have to go. You have to go yeah, hard. Yeah, you have to go. Yeah. yeah. And he, he was a tough guy too, man. He come pretty hard. He like strong, aggressive boy. He was really stronger than I thought. Yep. And yeah, a bit more technical than I thought. Also, yeah. uh, I thought I would be able to handle it a bit easier. Yeah. But no, he came out pretty strong. Caught me with the elbow. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good fight. Decent is a decent. Yeah. yeah it's not too bad. That was a good scrap. I saw the the blood f- dropping. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I have to get him back now. Have to get him back. <laughs> yeah, I like Look. Sorry, Considering, yeah, you can, that's okay. So considering um, five years out, I just want to say, look, the way you're moving, little step backs here, little timing there, like your timing looked really, really good. Who do you want to thank getting ready for this fight? Who, do, who helped you get ready for this fight? Oh, the whole gym helped me a lot. Uh, I was mostly uh, on the pads with Tom, so yep. big shout out to Tom. Awesome. Thanks, man, for the, all the drill we, we worked on. Uh, but yeah, everybody in the gym helped, like Jackson, uh, Gav, especially Gav, yeah. uh, Tiff, Tiff helped a lot. Uh, uh, f- yeah, everybody. I for- uh, I'm sorry if I forgot some name, but no, no. mostly everybody in the gym was supporting me, 100%. Uh, awesome, all right, yeah. awesome, well done. And what does it feel like being MTGP, huge stage, yeah. worldwide, international, this is going out to streaming everywhere, like, how does that feel, man? You got the win. Tell <laughs> me how it feels. That's the first time I go on a streaming, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty huge step. Uh, biggest organization, also yeah. I thought of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- no, that's awesome. It's those guys take care of everything. It's uh, awesome. Oh, mate, Medi, congratulations, brother. Great job, eh? Thank awesome. You. All right, there's your winner, Medi. Awesome job, man. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, man. That wow. What? He's he's well spoken. All right. Good let's boys, go to the next bout, mate. Let's the push this through. Bout. The next bout, Darius. Uh, right. Yes. Fight 14 of the whole day and night. Uh, Blue corner, Brony Sodden from Three Lions versus Megan Berbrick from Riddler's Gym. And, you know, Brony up at 57 kilos, five by two. This was a real interesting bout. And, um, you know, I've got to be honest, I just thought Megan's long limbs and length, if you like, um, and, um, you know, just her, her, you know, her Riddler-type style straight down the middle. I, I thought she was going to be a handful for Brony, but, you know, props to Brony, man. She's tough. She surprised... Well, not surprised me because I knew how good she is, but, you know, I think her hands, her right hand is what surprised me, I should say. Mm. She did clip Megan a few times with her with her right hand and she was very strong. Um, and, you know, look, Megan kept coming back every time, you know, it landed, but it did kind of knock her head back a bit, which... which effect. Yeah, yeah, it, had, it, had, it yeah. definitely had effect. And so yeah. Brony was winning with that punch and whether Dave told her to continue, whether she just knew, you know, that was very effective for her throughout the fight. Um, and look, one right, you know, throwing a right hand doesn't win you the fight. It's everything else that she put together as well. But, you know, it was a, it was a really good fight. And props to Brony. If I had to pick someone, I probably would have thought Megan might have taken that. But Brony stepping up to 57 kilos, took a risk and it paid off for her. So, you know, well done. Yeah. Gav, you've, you've watched that fight a few times. What, what yeah, I watched that fight a few times. I know, um, I think the last time we saw Megan was on the four girl and she went to the final against Allegra. Allegra, yeah. Um, yep. A tall girl, tall much girl, different to Brony's body shape. Much style, yeah. body shape. Uh, but in in response to the fight and the breakdown, um, Brony's probably struggled to get to 53, as we yeah. know. It's too so long for her. We, we kind of like know that. It's She's a strong girl. In the public She's domain. Strong, yeah, 55 is, I think, where Bryony needs to be. 
Okay, 57, yeah. if you look at the size of the girls, like it's probably maybe one category up. Okay. So maybe 54, 50, maybe, well, maybe 55 is where she probably wants to be. But are there many fights out there at that weight for her? We don't know. Yeah. But fighting think, at 57. I think 57, she can get some good opportunity. 50, 50 There's a lot of good fighters at 57. A lot of good fighters at 57. Yeah. And I know that she's just come off the IFMAS. Uh, yeah. as, as you guys touch on with Roy, she got through to the quarters. The and then I think yeah. she lost against the American girl yeah. who, went, who went and won the final. And I know that Brian has been working with a boxing coach, and she's got a strength coach. Right, okay. So that's she's, yeah. she's got she's got a full right on like full time boxing coach. So you know, Dave says Watch like you know, I, even though I, I'm good with my hands, he's actually sent it to a boxing coach. Yeah, she's got a sh- she's worked. With Sh- she's been with Shannon on a strength coach, so she's oh. taking it all seriously. And I think but she looked ripped in that photo of Shannon yeah, at the yeah. uh, strength and conditioning gym that's that right, she was at. I'm not yeah, sure what the name was, but they the they both look really ripped in that in that photo. They both you can see they both put in the work. There's no doubt. And then they're yep. both young as well, aren't they? That's right. Yeah. Shannon's only twenty or twenty-one. Shannon's, Shannon's twenty. Shannon's 20. twenty, and I think yeah. I think Brian is twenty-two. Yeah, these are yeah. these are just young people. So this, in life, this is why it's they? exciting. Um, I know. This the actual the the, the actual uh, like Max is still young. George is still. George. Young. I mean, Max turned twenty-one on two days after his fight. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we'll, get, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, yeah. well, um, yeah, look, l- look, great fight by both ladies. Yeah, um, let's listen to the post-match interview. All right, here I'm with your winner, Bryony Soden. Man, five-round, five-round fight. Just, there's lots to say. Just tell me, how do you feel right now? I feel like all the effort that I've been doing is really paying off, so I feel great. <laughs> awesome. I'll tell you what, that was a war. That was, And that's, Megan's a great fighter. Like, that's that's a top fight. Top tier fight. Um, been watching her for a long time. Been watching you for a long time. Your story as well. I love watching your story and watching it evolve and, and the social media and everything you're doing. Um, it's just great. And to see you have a performance like that, tell me a bit about, like, I mean, Megan's great. She's a good fighter and she was going for that clinch. Tell me what you did to negate that clinch and land those shots. Like, they were great right hands. Um, I just had to have good movement. And when I'm in the clinch, don't try and look like I'm trying to escape it. Be strong in the clinch and then push off. Other than that, just got to keep moving and, you know, kicking off, like stepping to the side and kicking off when she does it and throwing those hands to make her scared about getting into the clinch because that's what she's going to have to go through to get there. Yeah, that's what, well, I tell you what, it worked. Tell me, tell me, like, how, how were you able to do that? Like, what was, did you train? Who, tell me, tell me who you got to thank or who helped out or was a game plan. Tell yeah. me a little bit behind the scenes, okay? Um, so I work very closely, obviously, with David McVicker, my, my head coach, my main pad holder. Um, and I also work with Paul Clark, who's my main, main sparring partner. Yep. And, you know, we went through things. We kn- I knew she was going to throw her push kick and I knew push kick and clinch. So we worked on that. And when the time came, it, it, it worked. It wor- oh, my God. <laughs> you never, you know, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like saying oh my god too much but yeah, no. yeah. man no that's awesome Brian take a big breath in you're doing amazing like seriously so and and getting through like someone like that Megan's got a great tape great distance she's yeah. got good timing too like she's got great timing yeah. attacks but for you to work your way through that land the shots at the right timing man impressive display um, what does it feel like MTGP big fight like that streamed you know streamed everywhere in the world like how does that feel I belong here and I know I do so this is where I'm meant to be, and I'm meant to be part of an organisation like this. They represent Muay Thai really well. They look after me really well. This is the fifth show I've been on um, with Muay Thai Grand Prix, and it's 
it just gets better and better. Promotion keeps bringing on better people. Next fight, we've got Neve vs. Shannon. That's a top female fight, and I'm so happy to be literally before that and to be warming up in the room with someone like that. So uh, uh, I belong here, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, here in Perth, we are all proud of you. Brian, well done, hun. Give me a high five. Awesome job. All right. Thanks so much, guys. And after the break, we're going to be talking the co-main and the main event and then uh, the other the rest the rest of the guard after yeah. the break used to have dreams of a drop top here for mate in a hatchback later on turned to a hot box now top floor in a penthouse trying to stay low what a block top they can never touch my name they can never get this way they can never run my game hey used to have dreams of a drop top here for mate in a hatchback later on turned to a hot box now top here at Midland City, our friendly staff are specialists in their field and look forward to assisting you when searching for your new car. We pride ourselves on excellence in sales, service and customer satisfaction. You can be sure that as a customer, you get the best deal and the best service at Midland City. Midland City actively supports our local community, charities and sporting clubs. Being the major sponsor of the Muay Thai Grand Prix, and sponsoring WBC World Champion George Mann, Midland City is part of the Muay Thai community here in Western Australia. Our team is dedicated to provide you with the best of care at all times. So whether you're buying, selling or leasing, come and experience the difference at Midland City. I have dreams of a big fat check. Tick that off my list. Now I'm trying to dream about what I want next. Maybe I want to be a man. Get a lot of alcohol, drugs, and sex. Now I can never. And welcome back. How good was Daniel Dawson's interviews? <laughs> that, I, mean, that, mate. I know I've said it a few times now. Class. But, they, but class. his interviews were just, just amazing. Now, can we just touch? I just want to touch on Daniel and um, being the entertainer. It wasn't he? It wasn't he as as a fighter? Wasn't he the entertainer? It wasn't he an entertaining fighter? Look, Daniel Dawson, well, let's let's repeat what Kevin Noon told us on Saturday night, Gavin. Okay, okay. Kevin Noon, quite rightly and very smartly, turned around to me and Gavin and said, because we were watching the interview with Neve, and Kevin said, I wonder if Neve actually knows who that person is that interviewed her. That's right. Oh, really? Well, such is, such is, such is so good was Daniel. I mean, Daniel will go down as one of Australia's best ever yeah. fighters, if, if not the world. He's the only fighter that I can, that on, on, that from what I've heard, is... A, th a three-time world champ, a, cha a world champion in Muay Thai, a world champion in kickboxing, yeah, and a world champion in boxing. boxing. I mean, I don't think anyone else in the world has ever done that. So did Neve know? Neve may have not have known. I mean, yeah. I mean, these internationals probably think it's just some some, some, some sports guy that's interviewing, and they probably don't realise his pedigree, his credentials. I mean, I mean, Daniel. For, for those that go back in vintage, like I do, and, mm. and remember mm. the golden oh. era, there was yeah. uh, um, some massive names back in those days, like like Coban and the Wooden Man. Well, Daniel Dawson fought Daniel the Wooden Man twice. Yeah. And you're talking about one of the legends of the 90s golden era. So to even be matched yeah. against him, let alone put in great performances, one of That's those right. fights was in Vegas. That's right. Um, oh, you know, really? you've got to be pretty, you've got to be the top of your game, one of the best in the world to, go to nice get matched that. Burzel Casino as well with all Yeah, of in the early days of Pond, I saw Daniel fight at, uh, at the old Burzel Casino. He used to bring out all the Thai officials and oh, three oh, stars. 3,000. 3,000 went to that Big crowd. Sure. That's a big crowd. 3,000 yep. for Muay Thai. That yep. is Perth. a big crowd. Back but in the 90s, mate. Well, let's get into the, uh, let's have a, let's talk about the co-main event of the evening, which was uh, um, the heavy WBC. The lightweight world title. Yep, mm. w WBC 
light, lightweight lightweight title female world title yeah, yeah. so obviously um, from Frank's gym all the way from the UK thanks very much for Neve Kinhan for coming out yeah. and she took on our local girl Shannon Gardner from Kale Sock yeah. and um, you know I said it before in one of the other podcasts but Shannon really deserved this chance um, yeah. she, she won the Australian title against Victoria and then she defended against Tiff um, and then got a got a world title chance Gav Gav you know Gav said before that fight that um, you know the winner of the Tiff Shannon fight would get the world title crack and he kept his word and we put th- we put that fight on and you know look Shannon um, was a little bit disappointed of course she was it was a massive opportunity yeah. um, but she's only 20 she's 20 years no, of age this is, and this is and you know as you could see she was a little bit upset and you know that just shows how much it means to her and how much yeah. that opportunity meant to her I want to see Neve is, um, you know, Gav, Gav picked it also in the early days when we matched that show, uh, how good she was. Yeah. Um, I've got to be honest, I didn't know how good Neve was. Gav did. And uh, obviously, when the hype came for the night, you got to hear more about Neve and yes. her credentials. Um, and, you know, without being disrespectful to Shannon, obviously, um, Neve was just, you know, she was, she was just a level above, wasn't she? She was, that girl was phenomenal. Shannon had, Shannon had moments. Though. She had some She's great had, moments. She had some great yeah, moments yeah. in yeah. pockets. But just the real, I think a lot of people said after the post fight, uh, seeing it, a lot of people just saying that uh, Neve was just relentless with that big body kick, pressure, left hand, and pressure, yep. and just stepped it up for the rounds. And and but I don't think uh, Shannon did any any. She didn't do. She didn't any look, She wasn't hurt. And and as I said, at uh, twenty, you know, coming out of that, and you can see if if that means that much to Shannon, she will get her head down and she will train hard, and the opportunities will come again. The opportunities will come again for Shannon, you know, and ev- everybody in Australia will look at that fight for Shannon, and then she'll she will get more opportunities, she'll she'll get more chances. And at twenty, it's world's her oyster. Ri- She's got a whole career dish. ahead of her. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I messaged her and said, look, don't get down about it. You're still a young person. You're still a champion. Yeah, you've got the world at your feet, and it's time to shine again. Well yep. said, and that, you know that's exactly right. But look. You know, Neve comes with a lot of experience at that level too. By the way, this was yeah. you know Shannon's, I suppose, you know, real big fight at that level. Neve's had quite a few of those fights. They're now, actually so pro fights. The actual pro fights were pretty pretty much similar. I think it was like twenty two, twenty three versus yeah. twenty one. Yep. But but as amateur Neve's amateurs record, record was sort, of, I think yeah. Darius the last eighty six amateur fights unbeaten, but she went on to have about one hundred and twenty before she turned pro. So oh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. quite a lot of ring experience in there. But also Shannon has started it. very young as well. So you know, she did. But, but, but she did. <coughs> but this is the, this is the thing in Muay Thai, and I, I, I say it: there are levels. Yeah. Yeah, but look, um, certainly you know a, a great fight, and you know Shannon's skill in that fight was was amazing. It's not like she she didn't fight a bad fight. Shannon yeah. fought great. It's just that Neve was just that little bit classy, classy or experience. I'm not sure what it was, yeah. but she was certainly just that little bit of a next level above. Yeah, and um, you could see you could see Neve was a champ, couldn't you? You know, oh, definitely. And um, you know Shannon took it to her. Shannon didn't appear hurt to me or yeah. damaged um, after the fight. So. Um, you know, credit to Shannon and great performance, and you know, well done, Neve. Yeah, well done, well done. Let's go well to well done to both girls. Well, yeah, exactly both. right. Yeah, let's go to the post-match interview with Daniel Dawson, the Rock, the Rock, the Kalgoorlie King. All right, here we are with the champion, still the champion, Neve Kinahan. Neve, um, coming all the way to Australia, defending your title, uh, women's lightweight world title, WBC. It's an honor, right? It's an honor and a privilege. Tell me, tell me how it felt being on MTGP and being here in Australia. Yeah, brilliant. Really good. Really enjoyed it. Been looked after from when yep. we got off the plane here. And awesome. I've had a really good time. And it's not over yet. Uh, awesome. <laughs> it's not over yet. There's plenty more to come for you, yeah? Plenty more to come. How old are you, Neve? 23. 20, 23, all right? 23. And I just want to say I loved your style when you're in because you're, 
to me from watching this fight it was like an aggressive counterfighting style so yeah. you really put the pace on but then countered so well so tell me what was the game plan going in uh just be strong be confident yep. do what i can i know i've got the power to stop any girls like in that fight yeah. then i could have stopped her mm. i should have stopped her but also you're learning every fight as well yeah. so yeah. you only until you get out of the ring do you think I could have done that, but at the yeah. time. But Shannon was strong. She took some yeah. good shots. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good fight. And awesome. Like being from WA myself, just going to give a quick shout out to Shannon. Amazing job, Shannon. And yeah. she really tried hard. You could see that. Um, I think it was a huge step up for her and a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I think fighting a champion like you, that's how you become a champion. You know? So it's a great step for her. Yeah. And just, just quickly, like um, when, when you're working forward, like I can see your timing. Uh, your timing, your chopping, you're working the body, you're using high lows. Like, what's what's one of your favorite ways to attack? What's one of your favorite things to do in there? Uh, my, my hands are strong and my yep. left body kick, yeah. my left body kick or my left leg kick, or my high kick. I've yep. stopped a few girls with my high kick. Yeah. But, yeah, it's sort of you learn the game plan when you're in the ring. Like, yep. outside when you watch, you think, yeah, right, this, that. Yep. But then when you're in the ring, that's when you know what they've got. Yeah. But, yeah, me and Frank... I just listen to Frank. Awesome. Everything Frank says, that's what I do, and then that's what gets me the gets me the So how many away. fights have you had now? What fight was this for you? Uh, I don't know. Like 20, 24, 25. 25? Awesome, yeah. man. Awesome. And who would you like to thank? Like, any special thanks going out to anyone here? Yeah, I'd love to thank Frank, obviously, because I wouldn't yep. be here without him. MTGP, yep. Gav, and Darius, who's looked after us. And just everybody back home supporting. I've got all the English, well... Half of them are sat in a pub now drinking. It's midday. <laughs> Any excuse for a drink, but yeah. Oh, they'd be just loving it. everyone. They'd be loving it right now, Gosh, yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, look, from Australia, W, congratulations. Thank you were you. amazing to watch. It was a pleasure having you here, and, and thanks for putting on such a great show. Hey? Thank you for having great me. Work. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. That was another great interview there with, um, <laughs> the <laughs> with Daniel. Work, the uh, Rock. Amazing. The Rock. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, it is the main event. The WBC Light Heavyweight world title jeez uh michael benatar uh from france from in the blue corner pnt versus yep. um who was that guy that fought michael was a, it was he was, was sorry different fight. oh no it was george man it was george man the people very fight. aggressive george man uh, yeah from, from awesome. Ritter's gym um jeez you know watching that fight commentating for that fight mm. uh, i think i said it, i caught it you know midway or towards the end of that first round i said that George is not, he's not mucking around this fight. Yeah. There was no back foot. There was none of the stuff that were accustomed to George. You know, everyone talks about George's IQ, right? Yeah, all the time. And, and people forget, it's not just George's IQ. You know, he's highly skillful Very at what he does. Big um, and too. we show, and he showed us that it's not just his IQ, not just that he's uh, highly skilled. He's actually hard at it. And he mm. put that pressure on Michael. And, you know, he really hurt Michael. Michael, yeah. uh, I took him to the airport the next day and he told me he's never been kicked that hard in his life. Oh, really? He said, George, it was the hardest kicks he's ever, ever felt. So that's a big that's a big thing for someone like him. Number three in the world, WBC, yeah. Muay Thai Grand Prix, world light heavyweight champion. Yeah. Um, for him to turn around, he's fought the best of the best in Europe. For him and to turn around and say that those yeah. kicks from George were the hardest kicks he's ever felt in his life, that just shows the intent and mm. the aggression that George had. And, and when we say George was aggressive, we're not meaning this in a bad way. It was just... We, we're used to George's um, counter style of fighting, which, yeah. by the way, I love counter fighting. Just I think it's extremely skillful to fight yeah. like that in the back foot and avoid getting hit. But the way he came forward and still avoided getting hit 
and did the damage on Michael and the way he hunted him down and just yeah he I mean oh, mate. George was phenomenal he gave Michael no room yeah Michael had no chance to really you know lay any strikes on George George had his IQ for the defense but then he mm. had this superior aggression that we haven't seen from George before um, I think Gav explained it beautifully before when he talked about um, when um, I think Michael was throwing the hook uh, how George would tie him up. I'll let Gav explain and yeah, step please, and over. Yeah, it was just like went, like he got him. With, I think he got him with a few few right hands and a few one left hook, and then George. I was watching it closely, and then George when he was getting when he was trying to be getting hit with those punches, George was just doing the looping right hand over with a clinch and then just locking on, and then if you saw when he was stepping to the side, there were some big knee scores. Uh, which probably took the wind out of him a little bit yeah. and probably demoralised him a little bit. But the just just the spite in George for this fight. And you can Man see on a mission. Yeah, you mm. can see that, you know, George and Riddler have been working on a little bit more of the regression because I can tell you from past experience with George, George likes to play the play the Muay Thai chess game. Yeah. And you know, and, and, and very like good at use it. his teep and you know, he, he likes to go away like not harming his opponents because he's not you know, he's not really he's a spiteful really person, but yeah. he knows he's in the fight entertainment now. And, and I think Roy touched on it. He, as a fighter, he's, he's got the walkout song. Oh, you know, he's got his he's got his Moifema style. He's got everything. Yeah. He's got his Moifema, and now he's put the aggression into it. So he's he's mm. also a technical a fighter. Yep. He's also an exciting fighter now when he when he when he needs to switch it on, which he yeah. showed this time around in rounds three and four. Mm-hmm. And he's also got the walkout for the crowd. So he's actually now understanding the fight game and uh, and becoming a full package as a fighter. When I got him at eighteen, I said to him, George, if you never used his hands when he was with me and I said yeah. George this is before one championship came out and I said George if you use your hands and, be, and he goes oh Gav I don't like using my hands and I said if you use your I don't like to hurt him I said if you use your hands George <laughs> you will become a gl- you will become a glorifier this is before one championship were yeah, around yeah, yeah. I said you'll, be, you'll get your big fight contract you're 70 kilo coming up to 70 kilo mm. you'll get a big five <coughs> contract on one on glory sorry you'll get 50k bonuses 50,000 dollar fights and you'll you'll start to make Everybody. it yeah, and you can see now, right, that you know s- through some of the feedback mm-hmm. he's being given, it needs to be a bit more exciting. Yeah, and I think you're gonna. S- I think this is just the start of George's evolution. To like be honest, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm calling him mm. the people's fighter. Just yeah. the way I he like that. I like yeah. King George as well. Oh, you are, yeah, you CJ, like King George. CJ put on a comment. Yeah. King George. King George. I, I think he's got to run. He's got to well. run with that one. I like yeah, that. Yeah, but just the way. Like I just want to talk about. Like I got goosebumps when he comes out. The crowd just mate. That's why I said you make sure you. Yeah, I've got that. The walkout, yeah. I've got that footage. I'll, of the go, I'll go one step further about George, and I don't want to get too excited. And, you know, obviously, if you're Riddler, you'd be wanting to put a lid on, keep a lid on it, obviously, keep it all <laughs> grounded. But um, after that performance, I I mean, we're matchmakers, right? This is what Gavin and I do. Gavin knows the, the world scene better than I do. Um, I can't think of anyone 76 to 79, 80 kilos in the world that's going to beat George. I mean, oh someone geez. tell me a name that can beat George at that weight. Well, I can't tell you because I don't know. On, that, perf- on that performance, yeah. I think it's a tough fight for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some tough, there are some legitimate champions out there who are going to give there are, a there are. tough fight. Yep. So we, you know, and obviously Kevin mentioned that person to yep. us um, who's still ranked in the top ten, who's been yep. a former world champion. That that you know we might have those discussions. Yeah. But you know, um, you know that you know Mikhail is number three in WBC. Right? Yeah. So technically that means he's you know, one of the best in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. George destroyed him. Let's be honest. I know. There's no, I don't don't mean to be you know don't mean to say that in a bad way, but George really did a job on him. Yeah. And if he's done that to number three, you know, God help number eight, nine, and ten rank God. <laughs> I think George. I, I think he's uh, right now in that form. I can't see too many people beating him. <laughs> I think I think George will probably look to go down next year to seventy six and maybe potentially become a two times world champion. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, yep. so, but we'll watch that space. On watch that, that space. We'll watch that space. G-Dog's like onto something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, um, yeah, George, George was super impressive. Let's listen to uh, the post-match interview. Right, here we are with your world champion, George Mann. George, bro, fighting on MTGP, huge stage, all around the world, streamed everywhere. How does it feel, man, defending that title, winning again? Light heavyweight world champion again. Yeah, uh, as I say, unreal to not only win it, but even better to defend it. Um, Muay Thai Grand Prix is a phenomenal promotion, as you know, wor worldwide, uh, as you mentioned. Yep. Um, real, real pleasure and honour to be here. Yep. Gav, Darius, the whole team, credit to them, you know, from... A to Z, everyone's been fantastic, and I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Man, and bringing international like challenges over for you, and for you to fight here now, yeah. being like you know your second home, you know, being here and defending in the crowd, and you can see the love from the crowd there too. Look, just want to say quickly, who do you want to? Oh, we'll talk about the fight in a sec, but just first, who do you want to thank for this one? Like, who do you want to shout out to? Yeah, oh, everyone. But first things first, um, my partner Shannon. Yeah. Man, she's the best. Serious, awesome, like she. Bro. She's running around, doing yeah. everything possible. So seriously, big, big shout out to her. My family, happy birthday to my mum, my team uh, at Riddlers. Yep. You know, when I went to them, I was, I had the skills in my opinion, yep. but I didn't yep. have the aggression. I was missing yep. a lot, asp a lot of aspects of my game and, yep. and they really, really uh, enhanced that. And, and, and that's what I was able to show tonight, you know? Yeah, so yeah, 100%. big shout out to Riddlers, the yep. whole crew, uh, my sponsors, Midland City have recently yep. come on board. They've been great to deal with. Um, Punish Fight Gear, Main Street Barbers, yep. everyone, thank you so much. Oh, amazing, look, and just from, from a fan watching outside, you know, I've watched you for quite a few years, done a little bit of work with you, and I just, just watching you now, like, the last couple of fights, uh, obviously amazing fight with Toby, another mm. amazing win, but the last couple of fights, just really stepping in and you've always had great control in the ring, always like really controlling the area. But it's like you're controlling it, but you're wanting to do inflict more damage. Yep. Now, is that where where is that coming from for you? Like, where what's what's the intention behind that? So every twenty three, right? Yeah, 23, yeah, we're getting older. Yeah. So I think um, step by step, it's. Yep. I'm a friendly guy, you know. Yeah. I, I hate I hate hurting people. That's not yeah. it's not why I'm here. I know it's a fighting sport, but it's not why yeah. I'm here. And originally for a long time I carried it, okay, we'll just go in there and play, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and what actually started to happen was the the higher weights and stuff mm -hmm. that I started fighting and the more dangerous it became it became. Yeah. I got I got cut in my last two fights and I hadn't been cut in six, seven years before that. So yeah. I started to realise, okay, they're there to kill me. Mm. I won't kill them, but I'll, I'll start yeah. to have a bit more intent behind yeah, my shots. Yeah, yeah. Riddler stripped me right back. He said, okay, what can we do? Mm. We had a bit of trial and error with a few different things. And yep. it's taken me a few fights. I didn't just walk in there and do it. It's yep. taken me a few yep. fights, bit by bit, and props to Riddlers. Man, that's awesome. But it's just great to see, like, again, the WA crowd, everyone behind you is watching that, and they can see this happening as your career goes along. And like like you said out there, there's... There's much more to come, right? There's yeah. much more for George Mann to come. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. But uh, like I say, I couldn't do it without Muay Thai Grand Prix and everyone. Oh, mate. You awesome, know? mate. Pleasure. Mate, you're world champion. Muay Thai Grand Prix champion. Light heavyweight, man. Awesome. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, George. Thank you. Well, the next uh, the next bout. Lotus from GTG. Ooh. From Gav's Thai Boxing Gym. Oh, just Gav's Thai Gym, isn't it? GTG. GTG, yeah. GTG. Yep. So, so Lotus versus the very gallant and tough boy, Nelson Lackey. Yes. You know, Nelson Lackey is one of my favourites for our show. I, I think I've only really spoken five words to him over, over the years because he's a man of few words. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Um, but, you know, 
uh, I get on very well with his coach, James. James is a great bloke, and James wants you know these opportunities for Nelson, and you know we we gave that to him, and and it's fair to say you know Nelson lost. Um, and I'd love Gav to, to talk on this because no one knows how good Lotus's kick is than Gav because he feels him on his forearms every night. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, um, Nelson was very gallant. And you could see there were some kicks where Nelson was showing extreme pain when they landed. Uh, yeah, Yet he wasn't stopping. Yeah. He wasn't going down. Yeah. And he wasn't. He certainly wasn't giving up. And I think that's a real testament to, to, to Nelson, Lackey. Tough. And I even sent James a message complimenting Nelson's performance, even yeah. though he lost. And lost, you know, pretty well against a, a, a pretty slick, hard kicker in Lotus. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, Nelson Lackey will always be, you know, um, you know, he'll always be welcome on our show for the, some of the performances he's put in, yeah. including the loss, the slight loss to Ben Cant when he came back hard in those last two rounds of those step up knees. You know, um, you know, Nelson, Nelson Lackey's win or lose is, is fast growing to become one of my favourite fighters in Perth. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's win. He's, he's win- I don't think he cares about the winning and losses. He just wants to get in there and, and prove himself yeah. against the best. And I think James is like that with him, with himself as a coach as well. And I said to him post fight, you know, when we shook hands in the corner, I said, look, you'll take a lot from that fight. Um, but yeah, watching Lotus, I've, you know, we've, we've had free year of hiatus of Lotus as I said in the la- in the last podcast we did yeah. and getting to see Lotus win this time was really good for his confidence uh, we've got a match against Billy Coulter on Rice coming up on August the 6th okay. so I really want to that's a huge match I, I, I want to I want to work with Lotus on all of his weapons not okay. just his left kick he'll go to his left kick when he's in trouble because it's like Sam Cause and you know it's like Sayok he's got a gets him out of trouble he's yeah. got a dangerous left kick but he's, I've also ted told him he's got seven other weapons mm-hmm. which I want him to get to you know he's, he's super twice. strong in the clinch too he just doesn't clinch enough but that boy can clinch that's mm. right yeah, yeah. He can, he's a very strong clincher so we want to see him utilise his clinch more want to see him use his teeth more his IQ and his defence mm-hmm. and I think that's just an integration part that I've got to build into him as I said yeah. you know we've just got to tweak him a little bit and Roy, Roy asked me at the end of it, how do you, how do you feel like you went? I said, Roy, still working progress, still a lot, still a lot of work. So I'm hoping over the next couple of uh, years, we we start to see him evolve as a fighter. Mm. Gav's been very humble here, Bundy, because I've got to say, um, <laughs> after, always th- humble, after Lotus being out of the ring for three years. I mean, if, if we're completely honest, we had no idea Lotus... What, which was going to turn w- up. We had no Lotus idea. That, to, what Lotus no, we didn't know he was going to come out and bloody kick like that, man. Like He yeah. had the hardest kicks on the night. No one kicked like him in the whole show. Um. His left kicks were phenomenal and they were hard. And poor old Nelson Lackey had to, you know, he had to, had to cop the brunt of it. But those whip kicks were just phenomenal. And, you know, hat, hats off to Lotus. And I, and I definitely hear what Gab's saying and I would never disagree with, with what he's saying. But, you know, sometimes when you're laying kicks like that, as hard as that... You know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty good go-to mood as well. So it's, <laughs> it's a very good weapon um, for him to have up his, up his sleeve. He was enjoying himself in there, which was refreshing to see. That's good. He looks, he's all smiles afterwards, and he was yeah. quite, he's quite joyful after the bout. His and kicks were amazing. Like in the post-match interview, Mark. Tong Chai. Yeah. Tong Chai, yeah. The interpreter. Yeah. Interpreting yeah. for him. He's he's fighters. Mark's he was one of my fighters in Padman, yeah. Is yeah. he? Yep. yep, young fella. He was saying that he was just chopping trees, and that's what he did. Just that's chopping right, trees. He, yeah, he was, was chopping trees. Chopping trees. That was our strategy from from yeah. round one because we know Nelson can kick left and right, and he's got hard punches. Yeah. And our fight plan going into that was was to slow his legs down rounds one and round two, mm-hmm. and then if you watch rounds three and round four, Lotus went up to the top and started to slow his arms down because yeah. he had big punches. So we thought if we slow him down from walking forward and, and chop his legs, yeah. And then in round three and four, we go up to the arms and slow his punches down. Yeah. And I think Lotus, Lotus almost caught him. I think it was round three. He stunned, got him with a head kick, and he walked back. And I think he got an eight count. And then yeah. I think it was round three. He got him again, 
and the referee moved in and like saved him a little bit, but it, it was like stunned a little bit. But as I said, the, the, it was probably as Darius said, we didn't know what what Lotus was going to come out after three years off. Like we can tell you that we've we've seen Nilsson on the rise. You know, he's been, had some big hard fights. And Absolutely, and, yes. and, and and Darius said, oh, it's a hard match for Lotus. You know, after having. Three years out, he lost, yep. lost, a, lost a sack. Uh, sorry, lost a Jack three hundred on domination. Yeah, okay, lost, yeah. lost a to close Roy. one to Roy, and then having three years out to come back to do that performance and bigger, and and two kilograms yeah. up, yeah, yeah, fighting a bigger right. boy who probably would have refueled a lot higher than what Lotus would have mm-hmm. done as well. So, you know, there's still a lot to work. As I said, there's still a lot to work on Lotus, but I'm I'm really happy he got the win and he's he's now starting to get settled. And the transition for me as well, the the bit that I feel has been the missing part. Is since my gym's grown since Lotus was last here, I have Mark who can speak fluent Thai. Yeah, you've got Sack. we've now got Sack in our corner, former Rajadam champion, who was like me and him were like, uh, I was giving my bits, Sack was giving him bits, and yeah. he, we could we could translate to for Lotus in Thai, which was a massive jigsaw puzzle yeah, which yeah. we didn't have for for Lotus before last time. Yeah. Well, it's speaking 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 of interpreters, speaking of Mark, let's listen to their post match interview. All right, here we are. I'm with your winner. Uh, NTGP winner Lotus, man. Uh, great fight. Uh, what was what was your plan going into the fight? What was your game plan going into the fight? He was um, watching for every opening Nelson had or was giving him and his plan was just chopping trees. As you could see, the first two rounds, uh, chopping trees the whole time. <laughs> okay, so that that left kick worked beautifully. Uh, what what does it feel like fighting on MTGP here in Australia? How does that feel? MTGP Australia. He says um he loves it here. Um Gavin um Darius looks after him well yep. for the promotion, like um looks after all the fight as well and he loves it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great, that's great. And and how long are you gonna stay in Perth and what's next for you? He said he just wants to keep working in Australia and then keep fighting on MTGP. <laughs> oh, well, we, we're happy to have you here in Australia, Lotus. Very good. Um, awesome. There's your winner, Lotus, from Gab's Thai Boxing Gym. And Lotus, anyone you'd like to thank? Who would you like to thank you? Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much. Well done. Great job. Awesome. No, my place. Let's get into the last fight of the night. Which, my, in my opinion, humble opinion, it was fight of the night. Fantastic, skilled, young, skilled fighters, mate. It was an amazing fight. Yeah, it was brilliant. So, brilliant. so fight 18 yeah. uh, for the day, sponsored by the Fate Doctor. We had from the Blue Corner, from Moy U in Canberra, mm. we had Max McVicker uh, versus, uh, from the Red Corner, from Lana Prestige, uh, Damon Nelson. This uh, fight was 66.6 kilos. And boy, these two disappoint. And I got to say, Bundy, I probably agree with you, mate. This was, you know, Medi and Johnny Crasser, obviously as well. But this was one of the, the fights of the night, and probably, uh, uh, you know, one of the higher skilled fights, mm. fight, fights of the show for sure. And I think, you well, know, as much as much as Max won the fight, it was a, 
it was a great performance by both boys. Yeah. Someone's got to win, right? So, yep. so, so Max won. So, you know, that's that's a really big win for Max. You know, just turned 21 two days later. Damon Nelson coming off a great win versus Tyler. Yeah. You know, Damon Nelson's the champ. Yep. Um, at that weight division. Yep. And um, you know, coming off, like I said, uh, some two of his last couple of fights, some amazing fights that Damon's had. And this was this was a big. I mean, I don't know who was it a bigger fight for Damon or, or a bigger fight for Max. You know, it was. Yeah. It was a I think it was a bigger fight for Max coming off a loss in, in the uh, UK. In yeah. The UK good point. On, you know, on Andy's show. You know, and then, you know, Damon coming off a big title title defense against Tyler on domination. Big fight. So he would have been on a he would have been on a high of confidence, and I think yeah. Max would have probably been on a bit of low. Yeah. But Max and, and he lost to Singpiak as lost well. Lost to Singpiak so as yeah, well. Yeah, a couple so losses two, Two losses, but the opportunity to come back and fight on MTGP again in Perth in his home crowd with his dad in his corner. Yeah, yeah. You know, was you know, I, I said I said Big it to to da- to Darius watching Max in round one. I said Max is on tonight. I could see it. So yeah. I could see Max was just so confident. Um, but also as well, you know, it takes two to tango in there, and it was it was a. It Damon Nelson did not Damon stop coming Damon forward. Damon did not stop yeah. his re- his work rate, his relentlessness, but. Just um, Max's scoring and just evasiveness and just his ring IQ and his movement was just sublime to watch. I mean, once it he goes was out very good to watch. I must admit, yeah, once it goes out, pretty. once it goes out there, uh, every, everybody will see it for itself. I don't want to like you know comment too much yeah. uh, on both because it takes two two to fight and they put on a, a, oh, two a fighters make, a fight. make a beautiful display. Oh, of look, and, and and Diamonds um, and I've said this before a few times. Diamonds one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so we're not so anything that we say is not you know Andrew Nelson, his dad. I class as a mate, and I've worked very closely with his mum, Abby. I mean, they are the epitome of the Muay Thai family. Yeah. But his mum, Abby, and I, we've worked as officials together for, you know, seven or eight years. Yeah. Um, Abby's doing some amazing things at like international level. Um, first female in history to be ring director at IFMA. Oh, really? First fi- yeah, yeah, just nice. uh, last month. So, you know, that that is that is a uh, a typical, Mo- a really good Muay Thai family. So, getting back to that, da- you know, Damon is, is, like I said, one of my favourite fighters. But to watch Max against a high-caliber opponent in Damon... Yeah. Um, and for Max to take that win, that's that's a huge win um, in, in Max books. Happy. And we should point out it wasn't for Damon's uh, title, so yeah. it wasn't a title fight. Yeah, can I? Can we touch on that? Yeah, what, what, yeah. I Max. mean, he's a, he's a he's a title holder. Yeah. Um, that's the title weight. Yep. Why why wasn't about S- that? Simple okay? simple uh, yeah. simple thing is, and you know um, certainly Max um, certainly Max uh, you know has the what had the ability to I suppose fight for the title but yeah. as such the way it should work and Gavin and I both discussed this Max has only just moved up to that division okay he's been at 63 and a half to 65 kilos yeah yeah just it's only fair just that lost, he just lost a fight. just lost his last fight it's Damon, only f- Damon had only just like five or six weeks before just defending beating it. Tyler yeah okay. so so Max wasn't so nas- nationally you don't have to defend for yeah so, so six you know, to 12 months did yeah. Max and, and I reckon um, and I've had these chats with Kieran too and you know he, he also agreed you know Max Hadn't had that too much experience at that weight division, so he's probably not ready for that uh, opportunity to yeah, fight okay. for the title. You know, right. remember Max is a WBC national champion at yeah. uh, 63 and a half kilos with that show a couple of years ago. So it's not like he's not a national champ. Yeah. Um, you know, so so you know he's proven himself at that division. Now it's fair to say he would qualify for a national title. Yeah. Um, Damon still got the title. Like so so let's w- watch this space and see what yeah. happens and we'll see, see whether uh, Maybe we, we can make that happen. But you know, Max is also coming off a broken foot from the. From the second round, so who yeah. knows when he's going to be available. There was a sit-down. I was speaking of the, yeah, because uh, there was, uh, in the post-match interview, there was, they pulled up a chair. I love the way Daniel, Daniel sat next to Daniel, him. Wasn't that great? Daniel Smart. But he, he was the one that says, we'll grab a chair. Yep. 
I did catch up with Max yesterday for his birthday, and I got uh, gave him a uh, little present, and he told me that after seeing the doctor, he will be ready for October thirty. October thirty. There's a scoop from G Dog. a scoop. And he wants to be matched against the top ten, so he's going to go into the rankings uh, next month, and okay. he'll go into a, t- a ranking of eleven. Yep. So he's eligible for uh, an international belt, but it depends on who is available, what matches we can. D- we can get me and Darius will sit down and we'll look to try and bring him a, a very worthy international opponent. And and one thing's for sure, look at that stacked division. Even in Australian shores, there's Or maybe so a rematch with Damon. Rematch with Damon. With the belt. But, but, you know, there's Billy Coulter, okay. there's perhaps there's Lotus, there's oh Tyler. Geez. I mean, at 66.6, yeah. 67 kilos, that's a, that's a, a stacked division. It's a, yeah. it's We've a, even it's talked really about doing an eight-man. Or four man, yep. or four man. Yep. So who knows? Watch this space. Look but your smiles, mate. You're like you're like little kids. <laughs> Look at you. But I guess <laughs> I'm excited. The matches that I was I was starting to like think about in my mind. I was like, Jesus, this could be stacked. Uh, you remember, we're Muay Thai fans just I as know. much as what we are. Our promoters, mate. So we want to put on those fights. We want to see them ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> we do. <laughs> on the, on the side, on the, I don't care what show it's on. See him ringside because he's, <laughs> he's 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 commentating and he's, and he's networking and stuff. But I always yeah. get to like you know because I'm in. Gets your fighters or not? Mm. So I can't really get to sit down. But s- when I go home, I like to sit down, have, a, have maybe one or two beers and, and watch, and watch the, the watch fights. Them again. Yep. Watch yeah. the stream. Um, Definitely. Before we go, let's let's listen to um, Max's uh, post-match interview, which I thought was very, uh, very articulate. It was very does go very for five humble minutes. young man. It was a really good interview. Let's oh. have a listen. Max McVicker, brother, great to have you back in WA. How does it feel to be back here fighting on MTGP, like streamed everywhere throughout Australia, the world? How does it feel, man? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's wicked. Um, What's it like being back in WA? Just since I've since I've become. An adult in Muay Thai since my 18th birthday, Gavin Darius have just took amazing care of me. Um, this is my what I consider my home show, yeah. and so yeah. to be back in front of my family yeah. and to spend this week with them after such an awesome yeah. night is going to be amazing. amazing. It's awesome. Exactly what I pictured for the last eight yeah. weeks, working hard. So, amazing. yeah. Well, let's talk about the fight. Like it's intense, you know. Five threes. Like, what uh, what was the game plan going in, and what worked for you, and what didn't? So. Going in and uh, speaking to Kieran and David as well, <coughs> we knew that Damon was going to be fit and strong, yeah. and he has a style that isn't what you would normally expect. Like not similar to mine. Not not. Yeah. I wouldn't stand in front of me and play a kicking game with me. Yeah. yeah, he likes to move a lot and cut the ring off. We saw that against Tyler, yeah. um, cutting the ring off, getting into the clinch and stuff in that space. Yeah. And we knew that my movement would have to be good to stay away and use my kicks and use my IQ against him. So we were very, uh, very on top of making sure that I stayed in the space when I had yep. the opportunity to move into it. Yep. And then when he got close enough to me that we were strong in our positions in the clinch, so he couldn't smother me and slow me down, tire me out. Yeah. That's one thing I did know, <coughs> every time I got into the clinch, you were very quick to get control and lock it down, like not give him the opportunity to get on top yeah. or to smother you or anything like that. Yeah, when you clinch David Penn and Pede every day, and I can attest, attest to this clinching him every day, has made me such a better clincher and I can't be more grateful for him. He's an amazing person and I couldn't ask for more of a training partner. He's made my clinch way, way better than it was before. That's amazing. Well, look, while we're here, let's give a quick shout out to, to Damon. Like, what a great, you know, watching him grow up, watching you, yeah. like a great effort and I feel like he really, like he really tried. Like oh he wow! Really gave it everything. And and I from from the moment I got to WA, the weigh-in, yep. everything. Damon and I are really good friends, yep. and we've watched each other grow as athletes. And I have so much respect for him, even in his last 
three, four fights. I've always watched him and he's always took hard fights. Yeah. Always pushing himself and he's always worked hard. Hardest work. He can tell just by his attitude that he's the hardest worker in the room and I have so much respect for him. <coughs> so you're still quite a young man. Yeah? <laughs> I still said there's so much future. And like watching you now, like just my opinion, humbly like, I still feel like we're still yet to see the best version of Dave McVicker. Like, and, and you're amazing. Ma like, Max McVicker, that's my dad. My dad's sorry, passed it. Sorry, Max. <laughs> Max, so like, we're still wanting to see... <laughs> so we're still wanting to see like, the best version of Max McVicker, and, and I believe it's still coming. Like, what's next for you? What, what do you want to achieve? What, what's coming up? I mean, I, I think I've, I've had a lot of long, long talks with Kieran, with, with yeah. Pinky, and, and lots of other people. I think the best thing for me right now is to just stay active, keep my yeah. feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. I, w I feel like I went through a stage where I maybe thought I was more than I was too early. Yeah. And that's my personal opinion. I thought I was a finished product. Mm -hmm. Because I've been fighting a long time, I like to think I'm quite good. And then it, uh, a couple of fights brought me right back down to earth yeah. and made me realize that I'm not above anybody else and that I just need to knuckle down. And so for me, it's activity. I just want to fight as much as possible. That's at the moment that, that's humbling to hear like to hear you because i i'll attest to how good you are like you're one of the best australian fighters that <laughs> i've seen man they here that i've got the pleasure of work with you're one of the best most skilled fighters that i've worked with and i and to see that you still got that room to improve you got that mindset the scott like seriously there's no limit for you brother this is awesome thank you man so it's so good to have you back in wa finish off who would you like to thank um what would you like to say to mtgp the guys that put, put on this yeah, first and foremost, thank you to Gav and uh, Darius for such an amazing show. It's been, it's a pleasure to fight on a show with such high caliber fighters and to get to fight next to Neve again. After 16 years, well, the first time we trained together and fought together, she was eight years old and I was five and she used to batter me every day. 16 years later, I get to see a Defender World title and get to fight on the same show and, and get to, we both get to put in performances like that. So it's just amazing but also a massive thank you to Kieran and everyone at Moyu, yeah. David um, thank you to my dad and his gym yeah. and my other sponsors Arwut and Cat Wilson yeah. Arwut yeah. have kept me fully geared out and also donated some towards my fight purse for this fight and getting me over here and Cat's uh, offered me treatment kept me in the best condition possible all fight camp so thank oh, you man. to all those people and thank you oh, to you as well Daniel <laughs> for, for taking this time as well no mate it's a pleasure like again um, we're grateful to have you, man, on the, on the circuit, and um, we look forward to many more, bro. Thank awesome you. Well Thank done. you, Daniel. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, how good, is that? how good is that kid? That kid's got a great future. Very humble. Yeah. Very humble. Very humble. I, I love the way he talks. And look, he, was, he said some good complimentary things about our show as well. So yeah. Very uh, nice to hear that. Th th they all did. All, all the yeah, fighters. Yeah, of course. Him, but it's really nice, right, Gavin, I, and we don't put these fights on to be thanked but it's nice when there's a bit of loyalty back to us and they thank you deserve you. it you know you get a bit of a, a it was a fucking get a buzz awesome out of that to hear these young Sorry, people right. having you know such such nice manners yeah, oh, the yeah. They're, they're, they're muay thai fighters right? yeah they're, 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 they're well behaved all right boys mate we've gone through the card but what is next for the muay thai grand prix in australia what's next when would you you don't well you you haven't named I can a, tell date. You the a date. <laughs> bit of a bit of a rest for now. <laughs> do, 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 do you know the date where you're going to have your next yep. one? Yeah, October 29th. October 29th. Yep. Nice. Yep. And That's so the next locked in date that we've got. And, the, and yep. then and then just so I'm behind the scenes stuff. When would you start matchmaking? 
I've already started doing some. Yeah, You've already started? You've already been I've met already messages sent this week. You have ah. you messages have to, sent this week. Yeah, we're hot. Ahead. Yeah, we're hot. Uh, we missed a few as well, which is quite disappointing. So, yeah. But that's probably because we were embedded in the uh, other show. The show we're doing now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, as I said, I'm going to Thailand in two weeks. So oh, nice. My, my plan is, is to then start going to... Gav's going to be hustling. S- s- going to some of the big gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go to Phuket Fight Club. I'll have a chat with them. Yeah. Paranchai Gym. I want to have a chat with them. Uh, Petch and D, I want to have a sh- chat with them, see what I can get. FA Group, because it's quite... Uh, uh, 63 to 70 there's quite a big portfolio of, of, of foreigners in Thailand as well yeah. all spoken to Medisitute from Venom Gym he's, he's got quite a lot as well so yeah I just want to try and see if we can do a bit more networking and a bit more bringing people across so or well down under should nice. I say yep definitely well boys mate we call it a night we've been at it for uh, over an hour Mate, thank you very much for Muay Thai Grand Prix, boys, Darius Boogie, and Gavin. Thank you, Thanks for arranging this thank with you, us and, 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 and running our podcast, yeah, mate. We really appreciate it of you and, of course, all the work that you all did. All that your work that you and The videography work. Uh, the yeah, Shanice and, and Aaron as well. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah, Shanice and Aaron. and really looking forward to seeing that. And also, thanks for all the work that you do to plug the sport and to plug the fighters. Oh, thank you. No, no, it's a pleasure. It and just, a pleasure. just quickly, not only a big thanks to you, of course, and your and your team, Bunny, but um, you know, to all our sponsors. I, th- I think we named all our sponsors before. They know yeah, who did. they are. We, we, we've obviously thanked them a fair bit on social media. So, you know, a massive, a massive thanks um, to all our sponsors, to all our fighters and coaches that supported us on the yes. night as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know that. That crowd of that size doesn't turn up if it's not for the fighters and the coaches and the and the right. and the gym members all getting together. Um, and so yeah, thank you to to, to everyone and uh, thanks a big thanks to to Gav and to Nick who uh, Nick's the backbone of the show and I have I've said that quite a few times. Um, and to Gav <laughs> for all his contacts and yeah and, and with MTGP and uh, we look forward to doing the next one. No, and thank you very much. Thank you very much to your team and thank you very much uh, Muay Thai Grand Prix Australia. You know what? We'll see. <laughs> We'll see you. The next episode will be just before the next Muay Thai Grand Prix show here in Australia. Well, until then, see you later. Peace. Touching hands, reaching out. Touching me, touching you.